Family Karma. Fam. Hi, Family Karma cast. <laughs> I said Family Karma, Karma fam. fam. The double fam. <laughs> Makes it extra intimate. Absolutely. Um, here we are. Two episodes before the end. Mm-hmm. Recapping the penultimate episode. The second to um, the last. Yes. It's like... I can't believe it's been a good like I have to say I'm annoyed that there's not going to be a reunion obviously Mm -hmm. but they did give a good amount of episodes this season Mm -hmm. like 15 episodes is a real season yeah that's really solid I'm so curious to see what the ratings are I mean do you ratings even matter because everyone streams well that so this is the question is like the ratings that come out like is it just the people who Mm. watch live like what does that capture it's not really clear but from what I can tell so TV deets on Instagram like has all the information and of all the Bravo shows Mm. and their ratings and Family Karma like the the top shows are like Potomac Mm -hmm. um like yeah like Potomac is really high up there right now I think that's the only housewife show that's really and that's getting like eight nine hundred thousand viewers per episode and family karma is more like three four hundred thousand which is still pretty good Mm -hmm. like some of the other shows are like way below that like 150 to two you Hmm. know so like family karma does pretty well ratings wise um i was told that was the reason they didn't get a reunion but that doesn't track really I think. And it's just there's so many things that they could get into during this reunion. It just seems like a lost opportunity. But I guess what's happening is after this week, after the finale, Vishal, Richa, Amrit and Nicholas are all going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, it's going to be a mini panel. Yeah. Like, I don't know if like Richa and Nicholas will be behind the bar or if they'll like actually be sitting. Hmm. Sometimes they have four people. So um it was filmed last week so we'll see how it goes it should be interesting it doesn't really make up for a reunion mm-hmm. but at least it's something i guess yeah. i don't know i don't I'm just yeah. like so sick <laughs> of being <laughs> mad at bravo <laughs> yeah and speaking of bravo content we just want to yeah. emphasize that we have a patreon that a lot of people are missing Woo! out on a lot of people yeah. i know the numbers and i know the content that is there because I edit it and co-host it with my lovely Indra. And you're not yes. my lovely Indra. You're everyone's lovely Indra. I'm your lovely. Oh, you, I can be your lovely. Thank you. I can be other people's lovely too. And you know what? It's like, <laughs> yes. And so I just want to emphasize that you are not listening to the juice. Oh, yeah. we. I mean, we get in. That is on there. It's the juicy stuff. It's all other Bravo content. Um, it's pop culture, pop culture, just like musings, recommendations, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, and we thank you to everyone who supports us there already. And you can join us $3 a month and you get a new episode every Every week. week. And what's cool about it, which I didn't realize before we started our Patreon Mm. is you can like add the RSS feed from Yes. The Patreon into your podcast. It's app. direct. So, so you're you not going to, you can get this content and yeah. you can get that. So you'll have two Family Karma Cast episodes in your podcast app feed. Yes. Whatever you use, you can just add it right in there. 
and you don't have to like go into a different app no. and all that because sometimes that can be a barrier yeah i understand that. yes and and um, we are yeah. you know we're we're always like revved up and and you know uh have a bee in our bonnet <laughs> if you will about something <laughs> i know we're always complaining about culture. something i know <laughs> oh and this but week also, like vanderpump yeah. i was i made andrew watch last night i was like listen and he had a lot to say okay so that's gonna that's be on gonna the be on the patreon this week join us and there. miami's there <laughs> i mean the oh my god miami, miami the gift that has just just keeps on giving and potomac truly. and a- like i just ashley is breaking my heart like she is breaking my heart Ooh. and that'll be you know we'll talk about that um on this week's patreon and um yeah so i just want to direct people over to that because you know yeah. it's it's a f- I think it's a fun it's really fun we talk about you know there's always like a Britney Spears you know little clip in there that we highlight the good <laughs> we highlight the good we highlight the good um and tell a friend and join us patreon.com and don't forget to rate and review sorry to jump in yeah um yeah rate we and have review as well we you know five stars five stars only just kidding but <laughs> you know, tell the the ratings really help us um, kind of with what did, would you say? Get more listeners or just make us more yeah, well known? It just puts it puts us um, the algorithm picks right. picks you up more. The more activity that you have on your podcast, right. including reviews. So there's that um, Patreon dot com slash Family Karma Cast with a K. Let's talk about the episode. Yes, let's get right um, into it. I mean, I feel like so this they're they're kind of um framing this as like a two-part finale, yeah. like the wedding episodes are like a two-part finale. So like important stuff happened in this episode and I also feel like not a ton happened in mm, this episode. A little bit of a filler, would you say? A little bit, but also like I mean Let's just like get right into that conversation. Oh my gosh. I mean, heart the heart of the episode. Breaking. I know. And that's the thing. I think it's interesting to see storylines and tension rising in every a lot of Bravo storylines, except for the ones that are are just like Bravo's trying to turn up the heat and it just yeah. doesn't kind of there was no storyline, so they do that like just saying with yeah. Giselle and stuff, but we'll get into that. And you can just see right through it. You can just see yeah, right through like, it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And so, but this one was happening in real time. Emotions yeah. were uh, elevating. Tension was building. You couldn't have written yeah. it for a novel any more clear, real, and better than what we saw take place in the hotel room. Wow. I, well, I just want to say, first of all, watching Theo prance around that hotel I mean, like, like such a, a good boy. I was saying like <laughs> a king. Like it may, might as well be his birthday, wedding, anniversary. I'm just like, like, okay, you have dogs. I have dogs. Yes. My dogs like need to be on a leash. Like if I had them at a hotel, With I, food if I just around? let them... If I just let them walk around, like, yeah, with food around, food. whatever, like, no, no fucking way. I Are you kidding? Like, it would be yes. a madhouse. On, with June, <laughs> I've been posting, people have been asking me about June, and it's just hard because it's like when you have gorgeous dogs, like we all have, and yes. Theo, it's like we want them to shine, be, right? And yes. glow. And, and, um, I think, I think June could do it. And I, I will say though, I would call June and she would not come back. Does that make yeah. sense? Like <laughs> she could do it, but yeah. would the rules be, She'd be like, No. 
Yeah. <laughs> like June, like that, that like older woman who's like frail, yeah. like you gotta like take it to a You two. cannot go over there. Sh- <laughs> it would just be like, I do not understand because uh, June would be a very good like um, entertainer or greeter, yeah. but she knows no limits and Theo is no. behaved. He knows limits because I watched it with my oldest last night and we watch is it the I don't want to say it, the puja yeah mm-hmm. okay the puja you got and it he pointed out look at the dog laying down like a little good boy I know he's he's I was like, a how gentleman is, well it's like what <laughs> is it when you read the room which is like I can't oh, even do and, no, and, Theo- and you can't do okay we can, <laughs> as humans we can't read the room no but Theo can read the but room Theo is like it is time to lay down and be a good boy and um forever respect because we've seen so many dogs I mean like <laughs> Can we talk about Kyle's dogs? Like me, Kyle's like, dogs Kyle's are me. always misbehaving. Kyle's, that's you, and that's me, right? Like <laughs> yes. there's the German Shepherd one, which is like oh that German which Shepherd, we love. and like she's always yelling at and, them, and, and I'm like I same. I, I we can see relate. each other, and <laughs> and it's like there's that, and we love Kyle. Like I love Kyle because of her love of animals, and yes. but this is yeah. like a. This might as well be a gentle human being. I just and and I was like, I'm glad Theo's here for what's going to be a difficult conversation, yes. which it absolutely was. Um, so what what were your takeaways from the conversation? So I'm writing it down. So it's just um, it's so hard because it's like I wrote down this quote okay. um, from Nicholas because he gave such a beautiful, poignant speech that I think think a lot of folks I know a lot of folks watching at home have felt Mm -hmm. um, about inadequacy and trying to live up to others expectations and um, trying to fit into a box that you will never fit into and I wrote I'm lacking in something therefore the wedding is lacking in something Um, and that yeah and and I think the thing is is it's not only Nicholas and Amrit's journey through the wedding and the parents, I do felt feel like Amrit has been trying to juggle. Yeah. And at that moment, you really see him trying to break free of the juggling. He's really... Does that make sense? This is a like... This is a life-changing moment for him. You can I, see I, his I really the, believe the gears it. grinding, the tears, like the t- the the welling of the eyes, and like I'm yeah. getting emotional talking. I know this sounds so stupid, but no, no, I'm sorry. I, no one was not crying. I'm like crying that. right and now. When you, yeah. Um, but like, I think like like I don't know what it's like to be him and and growing up in this Indian culture without with just. You know, family is everything, and that's so beautiful. And him trying to juggle, it's not even juggling. I don't think that's the right, this balance of you want to please your parents and you want to please your culture, and you're trying to invite, you're inviting someone into this, this, this culture. And just like Nicholas just feeling like he's left behind, and Amrith just him growing to understand that. Am I, yeah. I don't know if I'm yeah. saying that right. No, I mean I think we're seeing it in real time. What do you I, think? I'm thinking about when before they go to the hotel room with the parents, they're talking in bed together, and um, Nicholas points out to Amrit that he's protecting his parents. 
that like and I love that I understand that his number one kind of thing is like I'm protect like Amrit is protecting his parents he's he's almost making excuses for them yeah. in some ways and Nicholas is like I'm I can't hear that right now that's like not what is going to help me move forward and I think there's this delicate balance of like of course you want to protect your pa- parents the family that you grew up in they've done so much for you but also at what expense of your new family that you're building with Nicholas. And he's like, and he's figuring that out and it's messy. And and that's the thing. It's like, no one is at fault. And last night I went to a group class and something the the professor said really hit me. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. always like this profound thing when I go to class is she was like, and her name's uh, Dr. Daniel, Dr. Daniel and it's Dessa Daniel and she's she's just like I could sit through hours and hours of her just talking about life and she said something that is so simple but is so true it's like humans right now are not good at processing we're just not Mm. and it's very Mm -hmm. challenging because we're talking about group like processing and holding space for others and I was thinking about that statement when I was watching Amrith processing because he's trying yeah. like like it's that's the thing is oh, like yeah. I don't think we give we want to judge right we want to judge and we want especially with Bravo celebrities we want to just like I, I always say like grab the pitchfork or even the mini fork and just like poke yeah and 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 Amrith trying to process that but you can see the weight of the wedding is right there it's right there I'm literally and so he's processing <laughs> he's processing like this big event that his parents have helped paid for and planned and also it's this other like big weight of processing their relationship and and Mm -hmm. and nicholas's i mean nicholas it's it's like and that's the thing that like really broke my heart like i'm gonna cry Mm -hmm. i'm having a crying moment but like like when nicholas was saying like when we first interviewed him like my parents loved me i was like there is no fucking doubt in my mind sorry i'm crying so much I was no. like, I never second guessed how much your parents loved you with all never. of their heart. I mean, Nicholas is this like this incredible human being. And he that is. comes from love. Like just by him yeah. being who he is, I was like, you, your parents didn't did a great job. They you know He's so empathetic. He's so thoughtful. Like he he the way he speaks even is so like measured and he really thinks about how he's communicating and that really came through to me when we interviewed him like just how how much he thoughtful. like really sorry I'm so talking thoughtful. so much and crying I just want to I'm I'm a little like self no apology I'm just like listen this, I just on our Instagram the amount of people who are like I cried I and cried and cried like I'm just all, and that's the thing is like this is really real stuff that we all go through yeah and in different ways in our relationships there's and so family much life. love and this there's what so much what did you love. think i there feel like really i'm is. talking so, so much i'm so sorry i'm just like processing it too i uh, know absolutely i think it's like i thought it was such an incredible scene to watch um the part that really got me which i really the thing about nicholas and all these people coming for him like nicholas is so ungrateful blah Who blah the blah fuck like is saying that I will fucking <laughs> so many people online. I'm I kid you not. What like I've the fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry, like, people. He... I will fucking <laughs> take off my headphones no, right but... now. And I will what, fucking like, fight when you. He... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
when he touched Lavina Auntie's feet. Oh my like, God. If you I'm are gonna... Indian yeah. and you saw that, that like... sign of respect yeah. is like next level. Like it just, it really like, he did not, people are like, oh, he's making her cry, blah, blah, blah. It's like, did no. you see how he was trying to comfort her in that moment? Did you see the hug that he gave her? Yeah. Like he was, it was him having empathy for her and what she was feeling while also not backing down on how he was feeling, yes. which I think is a really hard place to be in. And Nicholas does it really well. Um, One other thing that like kind of jumped out to me was Suresh uncle kind of saying like, you know, this is like for Indian families, like it, it's about families coming together and you knew what you signed up for. I thought it was a little harsh. But then he's, the pro- I feel like he's off. processing. He's verbally, because he, pro- he starts there. And I was like, oh, he yeah. started there. Yes. And yep. he started there. And then the trail of thought goes, the verbal processing yeah. goes, but this is about you. This is about yes. you. If you want to call it off and we do something inti- intimate, this is your thing. And I think it's right. like we expect. OK, so we live in this Instagram period. I, like, give me this. I'm going to do this like little thought process myself. Yeah. Where we want immediate results, right? It's like, yeah. you know, it's like we have the thing where I look like shit and then I put my hand over this the camera and yeah. in Instagram and then I look <laughs> and- like I'm going to like a Potomac reunion. Yes. And it's like we do not see this like this processing period in, because yeah. everything's so instantaneous. And so therefore, like I am going to go back to like humans it's processing is hard for us and and i don't think as as people watching processing sometimes we go in with these pre expect these expectations of like well i'm gonna only harp on the first part rather than like yes and i'm so emotionally attached to what amrit's dad is saying at first that i can't let go and open my chest and my heart to like like i'm gonna cry again like where he ended up of like like of just like you know what but but that is that and and but I am here now. Yes. And I think that everyone that's so true. It's like I think and I'm guilty of this. I go into these same, things sometimes same. being like I don't want to say, yeah. Expecting that they've already done the processing and then whatever they're saying is At like first. after but it's not. Like in this scene, like you said, he's a perfect example of someone who said some things that were maybe kind of hurtful, but then he in got one to breath, a place. In one yeah. breath. And we're thinking of like so say like Erica Jane, the yeah, non-evolution yeah. of Erica Jane. And I I, yeah, I, the- I, I I can't think of a better example of like, why the fuck should yeah. I get rid of these diamond earrings? You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not seeing this like character development over a season of because we yes. want Erica Jane to realize that orphans and widows, you know, the whole thing that Dorit said. But I think I think also is like... The reason, like, I'm just thinking about the reunion is, like, we're seeing processing in real time. And yeah, the it's not such polarizing. Like, they are polarizing because they're Bravo characters. But, like, sometimes I feel like it's, like, Bravo audience that just wants the pitchforks and shit like that. It's, like, this is, like, too emotionally much for them. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like... They're not willing to do the work, too, because it's like as a viewer, you need to also process. And I think that like 
uh, and you know, Lavina Auntie too was processing. Oh my here. gosh! When, she, when when they bring up the BMW scene and how hard that was for them to watch, and she's I, processing. She's like, yeah, you know, that is how I felt, and but uh, we've accepted you, like, and this we're so happy, and you're our son, and all these things. You know, it's like it's it's messy, and like at the end, Amrit says, you know, our we know it's not perfect. Like we're gonna call it imperfectly perfect, like. That's so true, I think, of every relationship like that, like where people are working towards being perfect, but knowing that you're never really going to get there. And that's the life's journey. And it's like when perfectionism maybe hits you, then you die. Um, And (laughs) I'm a firm believer that, you know, life is a journey and it is. and, and, And we all love in different ways. Yes. And I think when I saw them all talking, it's like, did you ever remember like Care Bear Stare? Like when the Care Bears would get together yes, and then yes. the shit would shoot <laughs> out of the, their... And the lights, yes. And I felt like <laughs> they were Care Bearing staring on different mountaintops. But they were yes. Care Bearing staring. But they were trying to figure out like Nicholas is Care Bearing staring like with the sunshine yeah. and Amrith has the daisies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's yeah. Care Bearing staring like their heart but and they needed to see that and this is just going to be an ongoing conversation and hopefully this Absolutely. sparked the way we think about our own relationships and the way people love us and it yeah it's not always perfect because we have these expectations yes one other thing that I want to talk about is the fact that like I tried to, I'm trying to put myself in Nicholas's position yeah. as like someone like I come from an Indian background and whatever and like Indian traditions and ways of doing things can be overbearing. And I think that we're seeing that play out with Nicholas and we have to have sympathy there because if it's me and I'm with someone who's like Mm. super Christian or super whatever, something else, and they're trying to push their shit on me, my immediate reaction is no. Yes. Like that's my immediate reaction. And Nicholas, on the other hand, He's out here planning a dance for Amrit. He's like learning how to cook Indian food. He's touching Lavina on his feet. I mean, he is, he's learning Hindi. Like these are things that like I would never be caught dead doing probably for in service of someone else's culture um, right off the bat, you know, or it would take time and it is 10 years in the making, but I think we just need to like give him some grace. Like, cause I'm seeing a lot of people sort of, again, not doing the processing, just saying, Oh, you're so ungrateful when it's like, but what about all the things that he has done yeah. to like be a part of this and, and want to do this, you know, with Amrit. exactly. And I think it's, it's that whole thing where, you know, we live in America and and we have folks that, you know, are not accepting of other cultures and, and honestly in this country feel as if other cultures are harming yeah. this country. And yeah. for me, I think about, you know, what is good enough, you know? And I feel like the the measure for what is good enough, especially when we're watching people on reality shows it's always never going to be good enough. No one's going to be ever yeah. like grateful enough. Never. No one's ever going to be smart enough. No one's going to ever be independent enough and all these things. And I feel as if it is that thing where we watch it through a screen 
and we're yeah. judging someone harshly because we judge ourselves so harshly. And so I think it is one of those things where it's a learning process. It is. It's I- like it's it's it is. And that's that's like, I mean, I don't see Amrith wearing a cross. I mean, you lo- you saw yeah. in the I think one of the things that impacted me the most of how important family and religion and Christianity was to Nick Liss was when I saw him for the first time with his shoulder exposed and he had a cross Oh my tattoo. gosh, I noticed that. And I wonder when deal. he got that. That's a big when deal. He- and I'm not saying it's a bad big deal, but but you can see it was such an integral part of your of his life and with it's a symbol that's meaningful to him that comes from a tradition and there is like this thing i can say in catholicism and i don't want to speak for other christian sections that shame is built into christian catholicism it's just built in yeah you are Mm -hmm. you should be ashamed for even just like walking the planet for being human for being female for being gay for being all these things yeah and I think like like I think there's that thing also which he kind of didn't you know he kind of talked about when you know I was brought up for xyz of feeling shameful and not being proud of who I was and 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 I think when you leave a religion and I don't want to speak for him but I can speak for myself and gain Mm -hmm. independence there's a lot of shame in that too no matter how yeah you know like great like like how independent you are and how good you feel about it there's a lot of shame being carried yeah and then to to latch on to someone else's culture and religion or what have you there it is like you feel a little bit of betrayal to your ancestors and your family and all of that yeah and i'm sure i mean it's such a there's so much that's involved in this and he went through what it sounds like conversion therapy which is a fucking huge yeah yeah that's wild um so yeah i mean this was this was big i think this was really the heart of the episode and so we tackled that first i think that i just like thank them for letting us be a part of this journey and for them to they're just so it's just it's so real like you can tell this is just what is happening and we're watching it which is so refreshing because on Bravo, I think a lot of stuff we, we see got Teresa's and Louis like wedding spinoff. Oh, I mean, like, what God. are we doing? No, no. Like, I don't I don't give two shits about that. I give a shit about this, though. And I don't um, give a shit. I'll say it on the Patreon, too, is like the dr- the family drama between Melissa and Joe and Teresa versus I don't even want to call yeah. this drama, but teasing out what's going on with Nicholas yeah. and Amrith. I think that is just more compelling and interesting and more of the human Absolutely. spirit than this manufactured sh- bullshit that Melissa and Joe are doing. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I like, I have no interest in that other bullshit. I like, am very invested though in these stories. Like it's amazing. And it's like, and it, there's so much to be learned from it. And I'm, I'm glad that like, we're all having a chance to process it together to use that term. Again. And I do want to <laughs> say it's like, I, again, I go there. I go there. I go on like I don't read the Daily Mail anymore because they hate women. But like I, yeah, I go on. Fair. I do go on <laughs> delisted, which is not very kind. Which I need to work on in page six. Uh-huh. And my initial sometimes my I'm getting better, but usually my initial reaction is to criticize, right? And you've heard me on yeah. this podcast and be like, well, "Why the fuck?" Da, 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 fill in the blank. Yeah. And then that just says so much more about me than and. 
and my interacting with someone I don't know than what what the situation is that the 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 pop culture news is covering. And I do want to not criticize, but I do want to open up the idea for those who just kind of like are quick to criticize yeah on social media and what have you and and just in their head of just like well what's going on with you what's going on with you right now and and what are you feeling and why totally and social media doesn't have a lot of room for those conversations which is too bad but internal Um, processing and and doing the work yourself and I know I sound like a therapist is is so powerful yes absolutely um Okay, so I feel like the rest of this episode was kind of a little bit of filler, but also some some like funny moments. Um, okay, so what do you... <laughs> Lopa Auntie has blocked Vishal. I know, I, I actually, and I just said not criticizing, and I, I do appreciate Lopa Auntie, but I That's don't... That's harsh. I think it's hard, <laughs> and I think Richa laughing about it is... Tough, 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 yeah. tough, tough to watch. Tough. It does feel like sometimes it is two against one. Yeah. My read on it, and this is actually especially after interviewing them okay. and having kind of like a conversation with them over Zoom. Um, I think I think Richa is actually very supportive of Vishal. Yes, I think and- that it's hard to see sometimes. I think she's almost laughing about it with Vishal because okay. Vishal finds it so ridiculous like it's so ridiculous that she's blocked Michelle. <laughs> like I it's just like are you serious like really and then he like calls her from an unknown number and she picks up the yeah. phone like I think it would hurt think, me maybe I'm just like doing yeah. it would hurt me intensely and I think it you know I think Vishal is hurt by the situation but I get the sense that it's truly more Lopa auntie it, like the way she acts towards him does really cut him I think the situation between Richa and Vishal is a little bit more of a like a playing thing. Yeah. Um, like playful puppies. I, yeah. And I, I don't think that they would be together if it was like always her shitting on him. Yeah. Like I, I don't think that that's real. I think that they have like a real. She said in one of the seasons she has a soft spot for Vishal and she does. I think it's just she has trouble showing it outwardly yeah. and she's very honest about the fact we that don't she doesn't know. want to do that. We don't know. Yeah a lot about her upbringing like we kind of do and we don't you know we can yeah we show love in different ways you know and we do and, and she says I'm not an outwardly affectionate yeah. person but just from watching them over the zoom I was like these two are in love they're in it this is a healthy dynamic that I was witnessing just from you know from what I saw um and and I think it it comes through in different ways, but I mean, yeah, absolutely. There is one way you could look at that and be like, Oh, she's laughing at him. Um, I want to believe that that's not the case. Yes. yes, And thank you. Um, I want to believe too. And I think the thing is, is that we're seeing Lopa warm up though. I gotta say. Yeah. She's making, no, they're not like long strides, but they are baby steps. I do believe that. When she's so when he needs help putting on his outfit. So like this is a thing like any person out there that's tried to put on an Indian outfit like you have needed that kind of help before because this clothing is so stiff like it has no give and it's like meant to fit you exactly. So like you need someone to like literally pull it on 
so yeah, it was just so funny, like seeing her pull that that uh, kurta on for her. Like I have done that so many times with other Indian clothing and my and my parents, and the way she was laughing about it, I think it was like a little bit mean spirited, but it was also lighthearted. Like ah, uh, I'm Lopez a is just kind a of laugher. a harsh person. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those things, and I'm guilty of it too in uncomfortable situations and something that is emotionally yes. hard. I make a joke and not always yep. the best, but it's just my way of processing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I often laugh inappropriately in yeah. situations that I shouldn't be laughing in. Like it's it's and, and apparently this is a common thing that people will like when something really awful happens, they'll like laugh somehow mm-hmm. or like so. um but yeah, I mean, we can all kind of give a little bit of grace there. I think like also like we need to look at the aunties and like we we have all these like we 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 live in a white world and we see this through a white lens and we see, you know, we try to make sense through this new Western, you know what I mean? I'm American kind of. Yeah. The way they people act and whatever through I can say like my eyes and it's just so narrow-minded you know what I mean and close-minded and people are people and they're from people are from different cultures and and different cultures you know eye contact in certain cultures is not a thing and and I think we need to keep in mind that Bravo is at the end of the day a white lens it is a white lens and it is you know run by Andy hello Andy Cohen yeah who can't even pronounce (laughs) folks names uh yeah that are in a sense making a money but that's besides the point um but (sighs) but no that is totally (laughs) the point (laughs) (laughs) but I think it is like we can't again like what we're saying on this podcast always like the needle needs to swing. The needle needs to go back yeah. and forth. We can't be so rigid on like, well, I'm going to look at Lopa Auntie and Amrit's parents from like this rigid, uh, this rigid uh, point. And it's like, yes. w- w- we got to accept more and and just be like, this is this is who Lopa Auntie is. Yeah. And like I said before, yeah. it's like I have honestly seen so much growth in her. Yes. I mean, she yeah. was such like the lone wolf on an island on season one. Absolutely. And she is smiling and laughing and just like getting in the mix. And and this is what we want from people. People should be a part of a community and feel accepted. Absolutely. And we've absolutely seen that growth with her. Um, I feel, Can I talk about uh, Bali? Yes. Okay. I was just going to go there. Okay, go. Bali. Bali is the Miranda of <laughs> Sex and the City. I love it. We've got our sex in the okay, city. So, okay, so Miranda <laughs> starts off on sex. I, I, I think Miranda has one of the best character growths of every any television series. Like, And I probably yes. talked about it on this show. Like, we, Miranda's like this person. I'm this person. I have this stuff. But yeah. like, but Miranda through the, the course of the show has, she changes. She moves to Brooklyn. She has kids. Um, she's in in a relationship with Steve, Steve which is who, a very who, like, different a bar. You know, yeah. She resists it, and and Bali's life journey has taken so many turns that yeah. there's no way. Like, of course, Bali has not seen, like, could have foreseen, and 
she's she's the one who I'm like she obviously Nicholas and Amrith are doing this but she's jumping fucking over hurdles I mean to have in the jungle like like okay you have to like climb this like fucking tree and go down okay now yeah. you have to climb a mountain and it's snowing and you would think that 20 I mean how many 15 plus years after her divorce she wouldn't need to be dealing with her ex-husband's shit anymore and then he takes her house away from her. Like literally, that's what happened. Like, just let's just say, like he just. Do you think it's spiteful it because she left? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to throw. And that out I there. think reading between the lines and maybe a couple things that I've heard or she said, like, yeah, I think it's a absolutely Anushka's moving out. I'm not paying for your house anymore. Bye. Type situation, which is like, wait, what about? The fact that Anushka is 18, but she's still living at home when she comes home from school breaks yeah. and and that this was where she grew up. And we see the emotional breakdown that she has in yeah. this season. Like, I would have been crushed if my family had moved out of the home I grew up in while I was in college. I would still I feel that say, way. And I'm in my 30s. I am. <laughs> so I, I lived in a house in high school for three years. And the second yeah. I graduated, my parents bounced out of state and so, how did you f did you not care well I didn't go home well I didn't go home okay. for a lot of, I never moved back home you just stayed in New York I stayed in New York because it was like yeah. those like my friends from high school are still I talk to them every day on chat it's yeah. like that was my home base and that's where I developed the most as a teenager as a person yeah. up until that point and they wanted me to come to they moved to back to Colorado and I was like, I'm not going to go to Colorado. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll just stay um, in an apartment in New York by myself. And, and, and it's like, yeah, to have that where it's like, you also like, like in college, freshman year is no fucking joke. People want to be like, it's the best time of your life, but it's a lot no, of fucking like, it's really hard. It's really hard. You're out on your own and you just want to go back to a home comfort, like yeah. a home base that's comfortable. And Anushka didn't have like, he took that away. He took that Whether away. Whether he realized it or not. It's just, it's not the same. And and it's like, she literally grew up in that house from so, age yeah. like five or six until what, like that's like her home. So it's a huge thing. And Bali has had to go through it. And she says like, I'm faking it well, but it's been really hard. Yeah. And, and Bali's been independent. That. And now she, it seems like she can't be as independent because of yeah. her housing situation. And I absolutely understand why she's nervous to move in with O'Malley, even though all the signals, everyone's saying O'Malley's going to be thrilled. He's like, it's not going to be an issue for him. But Miami's she's not her home. Like, I mean, North Carolina or wherever he is, that's not her home. He's in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, that's but right. It's like, but I think it's like what she said about like, I've had two failed marriages. Yeah. What if we take this next step and this one fails too? Yeah. Like, yeah. of course you would be worried about that. Of yeah. course. Like, it totally makes sense. Um, I loved Anisha being like, you, you just need to move. Take it from me. I'm like, Anisha, stop giving Apples relationship and advice. Please. Apples and oranges. <laughs> Apples and oranges. Like, Anisha, we love you, girl, but... But just please stop yeah, giving yeah. relationship advice like you will. Well, we'll see how things are going for you in five years and then you can start giving relationship advice. Um, She's like, so I think, yeah, I th and I do want to touch upon because 
this was also a big thing and I don't I don't know how to process it because I think I am looking through it as a through a white lens and as Mm -hmm. is Monica and Rishi and yes Monica's dad situation I I I think I I think okay okay I I want you to speak because it's like I I don't want to be so set on my opinions because I just never grew up in a house with having a dad like that or parents like that so I'd love to hear like your point of view or and I'm not saying you did too but how much should the parents be involved well I you know I grew up in an Indian family and I feel like from day one of my journey in romantic relationships it has been like you don't call the shots for me in the decisions I make in my relationship particularly when it comes for around to like are we gonna live together are we gonna do this like yeah all these things it's like I make those decisions and so I've had a sort of different view of it and I and Monica says like I don't want my dad telling Rishi to like yeah propose to me (laughs) like and I don't think that he should be saying that either um I do think that him expressing like I'm concerned about my daughter she's like crying all the time like you know I think that's one thing I think he he clearly was like you have my blessing like just go ahead and do it like you know he wanted to say some things but I don't think that he should be like Rishi you need to get engaged now like I think that was a little bit overstepping and I understand where he's coming from it like when he said you'll see when you have children it's really hard to see your daughter cry like this yeah so yeah I don't know it's complicated it's so complicated yeah and that's the thing is because they are they do have this best friend you know relationship um which is neither here nor there um and it, it was just it was just so I could see, and maybe I'm reading into it, Rishi just being like, oh, fuck, I am not sure about any of this. But maybe I was reading the room No, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm pretty sure this is not going to go well. I I guess we will see. Hopefully, they're going to wrap it up. Do you think they'll wrap it up? I mean, if they don't, and if they don't wrap it up and we don't have a reunion, I'm going to be so effing pissed. Like, I just can't even... Like, this has been a main plot point, maybe the main plot point of the season in a lot of ways. And we need to have some answers. And like Monica's not going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Like she hasn't been at all this season, which is kind of wild to me. Can I just make one observation is that it, it, it appears that Monica just looks like feels emotionally beaten down. She does. She's tired. She's exhausted. Tired. And it's just hard because I feel like as a, a, a female, you do so much in this world. Yeah. And she's a she's a caretaker. She she's blah, blah, so blah, 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 blah. And balancing all these things. And then seeing her dealing with the lack of proposal, the gondola ride uh just all of this and and also like i'm not i'm not blaming her father but trying to emotionally just deal with she has to take care of that too her father right yeah like how Fulani is and she's just like i i don't know if i can deal with that too like she has enough going on within her relationship with rishi to have to kind of i think what raj uncle probably doesn't realize is that when he inserts himself it becomes monica's problem then too 
it because it's yes. another and we've thing all, that, we've all done yes. that you yeah. know I, i'm saying from raj uncle's point of view we've Absolutely. all been like yes, yes. but like like I just he's yeah. not seeing that it's like adding more emotional labor onto Monica's plate when yeah. he's also so riled up about it and he can be riled up about it he can have his emotions oh, 100 but to make it her problem because he's speaking to Rishi about this on the regs is like tough it's tough and it's hard because it's like I also don't know what it's like to watch this firsthand with your child when they are coming home crying oh my gosh exactly like when I like, for example, when I hear of, you know, a bullying and I won't say bullying, but like uh, someone fucking with my child, yeah. you know, the New Yorker in me is just like, oh, well, here I go. Like just marching out puff chest, yeah. which I don't do because it's, you know, you we're all the mama bears and the papa yeah. bears in situations. We just want to emotionally protect our children. Yeah. yeah. And, and and so I, I got it. But I think, OK, so this is some tea which I need to share. Um, mm. so after the, maybe it was a couple episodes ago. Um, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Like with this whole question of the, the Vegas wedding, what happened there? Right. I put something on Instagram being like, okay. we need to mm-hmm. figure this out. What is going on? And Nirja DM'd me and I'm going to read this because I think it's important for people to know. And if you're listening to the pod, did she you're say that you could read it? person um no but she didn't say i couldn't read it um okay essentially or you know what i'm just gonna give the download of what it says basically okay here's what happened from what she said it sounds like at this point which we don't we don't really see in the episode monica and rishi are actually like their relationship is in crisis at this point to the point Mm. that Monica, it sounds like was maybe not invited to the wedding because of the state of their relationship at this point. Mm -hmm. Cause near just said in her message that she was invited to this wedding in Vegas and she was actually close with someone getting married. Um, But she refused the invitation because of what was going on in the family. And if Monica wasn't going to go, she wasn't going to go either. So mm-hmm. I think what we're what we haven't seen is that like it seems like, oh, everything's fine. Rishi's like, oh, we're all good. Like we're working it out. We're strong. Like, no, I think what's really happening here is they are not OK and the families know it. And so that gives a little more con- context to Raj uncle being like, what's going on here? And we're not seeing Rishi's family side of it, but clearly their family was not comfortable having Monica at that wedding, knowing that mm. maybe their relationship was was as on the rocks as it was. Okay. So I this is me. This is what I'm getting from the communication I've had with Nirja and what we've seen and what seemed to happen. So okay. that so the 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 long story short is that Nirja was invited to the wedding, but she did not go. Because of the situation with Monica and Rishi. Okay. So that's interesting. You know, that's not something that was communicated on the show. I feel like it's so hard because it's like, I feel like the Robin of it all makes me second guess. I mean, obviously you're not going to show everything on a reality show, but the Robin situation clearly outlines, and I'm not saying Monica's doing this, that you can like, you can twist the storyline and create 
uh, whatever storyline you want. And and I, I, I hate saying that with Monica. I don't think Monica's twisting only, it. I think the producers no, are. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Because I and, think they want us to still be like, are they going to get engaged or not? When it's clearly like... I don't think this is happening. Like, I think they're in more of a crisis mode than they're letting on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there was I was like 99 percent sure going into the season that they're not together anymore. I still feel like they're not. Um, But this is the answer we need. <laughs> like, we just need to know yes. one way or the other, like either by the end of the episode or on Watch What Happens Live, like someone needs to answer mm. this question. I can't believe they haven't had Monica on Watch What Happens Live this entire season. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, and, and shout out to Amrith and uh, Nicholas were on page six today. Or oh, are they on are? Page six today. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We got to put that up on Instagram. Um, okay. Brian says that he's grown tremendous volume since Vishal and Rich's wedding, which was three months ago. Um, it sounds like it sounds I don't like know. Trump, it's like, doesn't it? It sounds like my kids. You know, like I'm a big guy now. You know, like I need my own room. Uh, and I say that kind of in jest. Of course, I, I, I hope he thinks that's funny. Um, Brian, yes, and and we've all met a. A Brian at the bar, yeah. you know, and and has he charmed the pants off of us? Yes, For sure. literally charmed Over the Zoom. pants off of us. <laughs> yes, I mean literally. Uh, we have met Brian in Zoom, but um, yeah, I think. But the thing is, is like the thing that I love about one of the things I love about him is his yes. spirit. It's like nothing's gonna hold him down. Nothing's going to cramp his day up. And and there's something for me really aspirational yeah. about that. Agreed. That confidence and it's because I have none of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. He I ponder minute by minute. I'm like, I have not grown enough. Like I am I'm actually four steps back from where I, I was know. three months. I think ago. that's such a good read on him. And I feel like Avni also has that energy a little bit. Oh, she glows. She... Talk about a woman that's glowing. We need her makeup tutorials. Oh, we need her hair tutorials. Like... We need how she just flips her when hair. Brian was like trying to set her up with his uncle and she was like in that moment I could <laughs> truly be Brian's auntie yeah <laughs> I mean I think it is like this sparkle glitter aspect that we get yeah. on the show of just like here's two beings that kind of float yeah. through the world they're both obviously everyone's unbelievably attractive on the show but these two are just Next like level. blinding yeah. lights you know um I've actually like which we'll get into. Do you think like Luke and Avni could be a good like if you had to set up Avni with one Bravo celebrity, which there's not a lot of men like who would you Actually, set her up? With? I, well, you know, here's the thing. Luke is like hot. He's a good looking guy. I didn't know he was a model oh, until yeah. Andy said he's, it. He's a jack okay. of all trades, but he's done a lot of well, modeling. Mm. Um, he's a he's a tool. And the subtext okay. with the Ashley situation. Oh, my God. And we'll get into that. Put a put on it. Go to Patreon. Okay. We're going to talk about that. But I'll just say that the one thing is that I think he treats women who treat him really well. He treats them really badly. Like, I don't understand. Oh, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Oh. <laughs> like I thought we were going down this road again I don't know Luke other than Ashley I thought you were gonna be like if you treat him really well he's gonna treat you no I think that he gets into like these situations with these gorgeous women 
and then somehow gorgeous ruins it like i don't know what he's doing but like well they said the kiss of death was when you go home with him yeah if you go to minnesota with luke it's all over i don't know what it is like if it's a a controlling thing or what but like it doesn't work so i for avni's sake i don't it looks like 36 right 46 oh yeah he's like probably my age yeah so i think so he's in his mid to late 30s i would say okay can i say like the pictures do not i don't think he's like that he's attractive listen like he's he's a fine human being is it him moving on screen that's so hot? No, I mean he is. He's just handsome. Like he has a nice face. He has a he has a yeah. like good body. Like he he's very fit. Like I don't know. He's hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, listen. And I'm not saying that's like all I could say. He's. I mean, he's listen. Hot. Comparing him to Austin, yes. and like I I don't know. I have I do have a soft spot. Listen, I have a for Shep and Austin for some reason because. We'll talk yeah. about it more on the Patreon. When when you go into these introductions into a Bravo yeah. show and you kind of like you form some kind of relationship with whoever's some on kind. your screen. And it is looking back on like that, you know, freshman year of high school when you for you're, you're maybe not close friends with them anymore, but you always look back on yeah. the good times. And yes. that to me is Shep and yeah. Austin. Not I don't know why Craig's not in there, but like <laughs> that to me is my relationship with Shep and yeah. Austin. Like, thank yeah. you. Like when we had these bullies like Thomas Ravenel. Oh my you know, God. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh. Catherine just like freaking out. Like, like, like Shep and, and, and Austin were kind of like my yeah, safe Yeah, I know. I, you isn't know? that scary to think of? Like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, so Brian and Ub- So that being said. Brian and yeah. Ubby, like clearly they're hinting at that they hooked up again. That they had sex. But that they're not they're not doing the dating thing which i can res- i can respect which is a friends fine. with benny situation yeah um, literally with yeah, benny li- literally with a benny um okay and the last thing i think we just have to say Suresh uncle's dance moves at the sangeet were a <laughs> uh, next level <laughs> like i was like this Incredible. man can move he looked so good doing his thing. <laughs> and and for the record, I do want to highlight he is more flexible than you and me and everyone. 95% of people and, listening. And what, I mean, he's probably like 70 years old. Like, I yeah. mean, this man, longevity, he's doing it. I I just I, the watching him dance brought me so much joy. <laughs> there is something, and e- even in his presence, just even not yeah. dancing, there is something very comforting about him and very warm. Yes. And I think that also like reflected. And and I just want to say the thing that jarred me a little yeah. bit was seeing like crate and barrel yeah. in the background. <laughs> like I was like I couldn't like quite. I know. I was like, are we at a shopping mall? And I don't want to criticize because I'm sure it was like permits and Absolutely. all that shit. When I saw that, I was like, this is where they could get the permit yeah. to shoot. Like this it is was like outdoors. The space. Like, like yeah, it was outdoors. Like who? Like and but I was like, it reminded me of being like in Cherry Creek yes. area, like <laughs> like in front of a crate and barrel, like in front of the Cherry that Creek sign Mall. And so was that was blindingly not- bright too. Like I, I, know. I, I just I know. at a certain point I was like, I'm gonna decide to tune that out because I want to see everything yes. else going on. And like the dances, just everything. So adorable. I can't wait to see the rest of the wedding. I And I do want to yeah. say, like getting up 
to dance, sing, perform in front of people. I don't think we highlight enough of how scary. If you've done it, it's it's the most terrifying thing and in the world. This is not. It's terrifying. not just like for the wedding guests. This is being filmed for Bravo TV. Someone is going into Crate and Barrel and getting a toothbrush holder and coming out and watching you dance. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's your audience. Someone is going into Crane Barrel and needs a laundry hamper with a cover on it. And they're coming out with a big bag watching you dance. Okay. I think that's the perfect place to stop. Um, thank you all. So, oh, a oh, couple other like quick things. Yes. So Katie Maloney from Vanderpump was on Watch What Happens Live. And she did one of those Wild. swipe right or left situations. Which I want to talk about her on the patreon okay. lots to say she swiped she swiped right on brian go for it. uh yes yes go for it go for it i actually think that that could be a good pairing because brian yes brian is no, the new bubba Bri- the new brian bubba. the new bubba i mean <laughs> compare tom schwartz Hashtag- to brian like oh in terms of I, humans which i will go into it on <laughs> patreon this week but i think we should post a picture on instagram just like katie maloney new bubba question yeah, mark new bubba i could see brian embracing the bubba for sure and never forget brian got a tattoo on oh, his ass <laughs> remember yes. Uh, it's on his leg, I think. Or was it on his butt? Oh, is Maybe it on his it was leg? His butt. Brothers for it life something? or something? Brothers w- forever? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, yes. So Bubba's not going to be... Brian is such a bro. Like, him and his him and his oh, dad yeah. and brother, like, drinking beers in the hotel room and getting out the speaker. Oh, <laughs> yes. And we have... I have been to so, so many of those. Like, okay, this is what I we're also, doing. Did you catch when Brian, like, was getting Nicholas hyped up for the dance and he, like, did the like football tap on the ass i'm like this is not like this is so funny like yes just yes i the, love that the disconnect between like nicholas's vibe and brian's is so funny i know i know um, but like brian's just happy to be yes. and that's the thing is like the the weight of the world is off of brian's shoulders so he doesn't have that like oh i can't blah yeah. blah 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 these like terrible like toxic male expectations or whatever exactly um all right friends join us on patreon for more go over to patreon because we're gonna record right now okay and on that note namaste bitches